You're listening to the weekly partial podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah B'Shemesh Israel, 5783-2023. This week's partial is partial Yisrael, and we have the most momentous moment in history, the most cataclysmic, awe-inspiring moment in history. The Jewish people, a million and a half people strong, experiences open revelation across the board, every single person experiences and hears Hashem's voice speaking and out of the cloud and out of the thunder comes the voice of Hashem roaring like a lion I am Hashem your God and this is the first of the Ten Commandments the first obligation on mankind on the Jewish people especially to recognize that Hashem is God Hashem is the source of all creation Hashem is all that there is I'd like to share with you a medrash, beautiful, beautiful medrash. So I have marked off in my medrash sometimes when I've spoken about this in previous years. Baruch Hashem, been using this set of medrashim, which I received as a present from my parents, Shekoyach, to my parents, and uh, about five years ago. So sometimes, you know, I like to say new things each week, but this medrash, part of it was used already. And the part that we're going to read, I, I don't seem to have quoted yet. And it's, it's awesome because it gives us an opportunity to look back at the lion's roar and try to understand what is the idea behind this roaring of the lion, which is a description, as the Medrash says, of Hashem speaking, saying the words, Anoichi Hashem Elekecha. And it's also very interesting, as we'll soon see, because there are different places where we find that God roars. God roars in other circumstances besides just for His revelation, revealing Himself at Mount Sinai. God also roars in other places as well. And it's really instructive to try to understand what's the connection between these places. Let's learn together the Pasuk. Let's learn together the Medrash which quotes the Pasuk. God said, I am Hashem, your God. This is, as we shall soon see, we can understand better what this idea is of when we look at the Psukim. Another Pasuk. It's a Pasuk in Amos, chapter 3, verse 5. Arye Shog, the lion has roared. Mi lo yira, the Lord has roared. When a lion roars, who shall not fear? So, Zakdehelig Medrash. After Hashem, they will go like a lion that is roaring. So we have the Pasuk, Who Will Not Be Afraid, which is discussed on a previous podcast. Go look back in previous years. And now we're going to also talk about another Pasuk, which refers to the roaring of the lion. When, when we follow God, as it were, when the Jewish people is ready to go after Hashem, Acharei Hashem Yelchu, Yishog. So God, as it were, roars like a lion. What is the idea? Amrib Simen. Palatin It's comparable to a king who enters into his palace. Shama Machreina Shaloi so his queen, the queen hears that the king is on his way in. And she hears about it and she starts shaking. So the queen is in awe 
and fear of her husband, the king. What about all of the slaves and the maidservants? Certainly, if, if the queen is afraid when the king comes, certainly the slaves need to be afraid. The workers, the, the servants. Yeah. The Jewish people, the Medrash is saying, is referred to as a matroin, as the queen. We are like God's queen, as it were. We are the queen of the world. God expresses himself through us. Through the Jewish people, we bring godliness into the world. We brought the world the Torah. Like we said, if the queen is afraid, what's going to be with everybody else? All the all the, the other servants. The Jewish people. It's a famous idea, a famous concept. When we heard the voice of Hashem, the roaring of the lion. So what happened? So there was thunder and there was lightning and there was it was an incredible experience. They heard Hashem's voice, Vamesu. And they all died. All of them, the, their souls went out of them. From the sheer magnitude of the, the revelation of Hashem. And on a very simple level, spiritual level, it means that their souls just flew back toward their source. The human being in experiencing God. It's just an awesome, ecstatic experience. Shenemar nafshi yotze b'dabroi. Pasuk in Shir Hashirim, in Song of Songs, referring to the Jewish people as God's beloved. Our soul went out. Nafshi yotze b'dabroi, when he spoke. Yisrael kach. If the Jewish people, who are God's chosen people, who represent the most godliness that there is in the world. And yet... Our soul goes out when we hear God speak. Certainly, the idol worshippers of the world, the the servants, the slaves of the world, the, those who are not on the level of the Jewish people, certainly when they hear God's voice, when they hear God's revelation, their soul goes out of them. There's a there's a lack of ability to be civil, to to experience, to have that intense experience. Of godliness. Now, what does this have to do with me? I'm saying this is something that happened 3,300 years ago. But now we're going to see that this wasn't a one-time event. This Aryeh Shog, this lion's roar of Hashem, as it were, wasn't a one-time event. So it has to do with us, and it has to do with the nations of the world. And it wasn't just then, it's actually all the time. Dabar Acher. Another explanation, and of course, as I like to say, whenever you have a Dabar Acher, so that means that this is another parallel idea. It's not just a completely different idea. It's a parallel idea because we're using the same Sukkim. We're bringing out parallel concepts. Another explanation of this Pasuk Arya Shog, the lion's roar, Amri Rabbanu Meshim Rabbi Hoshaya. The sages said in the name of Rabbi Hoshaya, Shal Balza is Rabbi Kiva. There was a particular Chacham, a particular wise man, and he asked Rabbi Akiva the following question. He said, when there's thunder in the world, when there's noise in the world, great noise, great earthquakes, great fear comes into man's heart when we hear the thundering of the night we woke up here in Eretz Yisrael. Many in my community woke up from the powerful thunder that struck. 
Where does this sound come from? This this Baltza Asr Bekiva on a spiritual level. At the time of God, whom is God looks at the idol worshippers. He looks at the at their at their churches and at their their houses of worship, of idolatry. How they're all standing there in peace. The Vatican stands in peace. And all the other places of their worship stand in peace. Mecca stands in peace. Well, Arabs are not idol worshippers. The Muslims believe in one God. But he sees his own house, the, the base Hamidash, the temple. It's destroyed. It lies in ruins. And the, the temple mount is given over into the hands of idol worshippers. Interestingly, they don't actually worship in the golden, in the golden, uh, it's not a mosque, in the golden monument, it's a monument. They don't worship there, they worship in, in the other building that's over on the side. They don't use the mosque for worship. But nevertheless, it's in the hands of idol worshippers, in the hands of non-Jews. So this makes Hashem angry. His jealousy comes out. His wrath comes out. And he roars. And immediately the heavens and the earth make noise. The thunders. The thunder. Thunders. How do we know that that's the source of thunder? How do we know that it's the source of the noise that we hear in the world? It's because the Pasuk says in Yoel, in Joel chapter 4, verse 16, God roars from Zion. God roars from Zion. And from Jerusalem, He gives forth His voice. So there's something about Yushalayim and, and Tzion. Tzion is the Makam HaMikdash. It's the place of the Holy Temple. It's the place, Yushalayim. It's the Behar Hashem On the mountain of God, there shall you be seen. Avram Avinu called it Yeroya. called it Yira, Yushalayim. From that mountain, from the from the anger of Hashem, the anger of God, because of the fact that there's no base hamikdash and the place is trampled, it's trampled by those who are forbidden to go there. A non-Jew is forbidden. It's chayiv misa. It's liable for the death penalty if he goes on the makom hamikdash on the place of the holy of holies, which is where they go. For this. He calls out, he cries, he, sh- he is shayg, he, he, he roars like a lion. Israel, meha yuaisin. What does the people of Israel do when God roars? Right? Because when he roars, it means that God is pouring out his wrath, his anger is coming. God, as it were, protects them. God protects his nation. That's, that's the end of that pasuk, which speaks of the roaring of Hashem. There's anger over Jerusalem. The end of the verse says, "But Hashem protects His nation." Right. So, take take something really practical, simple. Take a take home. Right. You want to be in the space of godliness. You want to be in the space of Hashem. You want to resonate with that which is important to God, as it were, our hearts should cry, our hearts should shriek, our hearts should roar with anger that there are that there are non-Jews trampling upon the holy mountain 
of Hashem in the Makam HaMikdash, which was reserved, that location was reserved only for the high priest on Yom Kippur. The Kodesh HaKadoshim is only allowed to enter the Holy of Holies, the Makam of the Evan Ashtiyah. When you see the, the, the monument, the Golden Dome, right? What do we need to think when we see it? We need to think, this is the place of Hashem. This is the Holy of Holies. This is the Evan Ashtiyah. This is the place, Aram Yitzchak and Yaakov, where they prayed. And it's currently covered and, and trampled. And it needs to hurt. It needs to break our hearts. It needs to break our hearts. Hashem Achselamoy. When we, when we have that sense, when we have that feeling, Hashem protects us. We get protection. When we have kisuf, when we have longing for that place, and when we have righteous anger over the fact that that place is being misused, it's not under the hands of the Jewish people as it should be. Dabar says has a medrash, another parallel explanation, another aspect. So it's very interesting because we're talking about Hashem announcing His kingship over the world. His Anoichi Hashem Elekecho, and that's the Arya Shog. And the Jewish people there, they, they, Nafshi Yotza, Nafshi Yotza Bidabra Yimi. Right? Nafshi Yotza Bidabra. Right? My, the, the Jewish people's soul goes out when Hashem speaks. And the Jewish people's soul goes out not only when Hashem speaks at Mount Sinai, but when Hashem speaks at Mount Moriah, at Hara Maria. God, there's, there's a, 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 Roaring there as well, which parallels Anuchi Hashem Lekecha. When the Jewish people, the Jewish people are the ones who are supposed to hear God's voice on the mountain, first on Har Sinai, on the mountain of God, and on Har Hamiria, on the mountain of God, where the base Hamigdash is supposed to be. There's a voice of Hashem that's calling out from there. And that voice is lamenting the fact that we are not there. It's lamenting the fact that there's now it's very interesting this parallel. Let's see another parallel. The Medrash gives us a number of parallels of of references to a lion in regards to certain spiritual concepts, let us say. The Beis Hamikdash, the holy temple that we're waiting for and longing for. It's referred to as a lion. Shenemar Hoi Ariel Ariel. Pasuk in Isaiah chapter twenty-nine, verse one. Hoi Ariel Ariel, referring to the temple, to the base Hamigdosh, as the lion. Right? What's this lion again? We're talking about a lion which roars. Anoichi Hashem The base Hamigdosh just speaks. It roars. It it. There's a powerful noise in the world that God is all that there is. Machus based David, Nikra Arye. What's another expression of this? Of the fact that there's a roaring of godliness in the world? Says the Medrash, Machus based David. It's the kingdom of the house of David, Mashiach, the Messiah. He will come and he will reveal godliness in the entire world. Shenemar Ma'im Chalavia, Ben Arayus Ravotza, Pasuk in Ezekiel chapter 19, verse 2. Referencing the house of David and referring to it as a lion. It's a lion cub amongst the lions. Yisrael Nikra Aryeh, who represents godliness in the world on a national level, it's the people of Israel. It is we. When we do God's will, when we serve Hashem properly, 
We represent godliness in the world. Shenemar Guri Arya Yehuda. Interesting, right? Judah. All the people today who are from the people of Israel are Jews. We're, we're from Judah, right? And Judah is referred to as a lion, a lion cub. I'm going to pause here, even though it talks about something else, a negative aspect of it. I'm not going to get into that. I don't want to go there. Actually, no. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Nebuchadnezzar, I will. We will read it. Nebuchadnezzar is also referred to as a lion in the negative sense. He roars as well, but he roars the opposite roar, the roar of evil. It refers to Nebuchadnezzar, who destroyed the first base of the first temple, as a lion who came out of the thicket. He destroyed the base of and he took the kings from the house of David, Yisrael. He took that Malchus, he took Malchus based David is supposed to rule over the entire world. Right? Mashiach will rule not only over the Jewish people, but the light will spread throughout the entire world. Everyone will come to Beis Hamigdash. It will be a house of prayer for all of the nations. Because at that point, everyone will be able to hear the lion's roar. Right? But Nebuchadnezzar took away the roar with his own evil roar. And God laments. And he sadly says, where is the, is the location of the, of the lion's den? Where, what has happened to it? Where are my children? Hashem roars for the fact that the base of English is occupied, the, the space is occupied by elements that don't belong there, and God roars because the Jewish people have gone into exile, and because the Malchus, the holy, the holy kingship, the kingdom of King David, is not doing its job, it's not able to accomplish its mission, because the mission has been uh, usurped, by someone who has the opposite mission. Dabaracher, last parallel. Says the Medrash that the, the, the lion's roar, as we said, is in the base of English, it's in Anoichi Hashem it's in that revelation of godliness. And when the godliness is not being revealed, God is roaring. It's in Aseris Hadibris, it's in the Ten Commandments. Amrulai, Hainshan Emar Aleasar, Valen Novel. Pasuk says, upon the ten-stringed harp, and on Vale Novel, these are different types of stringed instruments, King David says, it's my job to receive the Ten Commandments. When God speaks, this is an expression of that which it says, that when God speaks, who will not prophesy? Who will not say over their prophecy? David HaMelech is saying, I am expressing with my songs. King David expresses that which Hashem says. David HaMelech is known as Leslemi Garmeklum. He has no light of his own. He's like the moon that only has light from the sun. That's who we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be 
just a reflection of the light of God. God's light flowing into the world, shining onto us, reflecting out into the world. And when God's, and just like, it's so interesting, just like we said that when the lion roars, who will not be afraid? When the lion roars, who will not be afraid really means when we hear God's voice, I'm Hashem, your God, all we can do is shake because the essence of what that revelation means, what it means that there's Hashem, that the entire liberal world would like to deny so that they don't have any obligations. But the truth is, if you hear that Hashem is there, you have no choice but to shake because it, it has hashlachot, it has ramifications. It means that I need to be much higher, much greater. I need to fulfill the words of the Torah. I need to have a relationship with God. I need to lead a spiritual life. That's what Anuchi Hashem Lekecha means. And when there's a base Hamigdash, when there's a temple, when the Jewish people are worshipping in that temple, and when there's a Malchus based David, <coughs> when there's a Mashiach, when there's a king named King David, who all he does is sing the praises of God, all he does is sing about God's laws, about his statutes, about his righteousness, about spirituality. So when God speaks, how can we not how can we not speak? How can we not just reflect that which that which he says? And Unfortunately, I wish there was more time, but I, I'm not going to be able to read the entire Medrash. There's a beautiful, beautiful piece here. It's worth seeing. It's the very end of Parshas Yisra on the Medrash. If you want to see it yourselves inside. But, ah, maybe once again, we'll just taste it. I'm not going to read the whole thing inside, but I'll ta- we'll get a taste of it. It's a famous idea that when Hashem gave the Torah, no Animals made any sounds. No birds were flapping with their win- wings. No people were speaking. No, There was nothing going on. It was absolute silence. And through the silence, Hashem's voice came, Anoichi Hashem Lekecha. Why? This was to express, as the Medrash, this was to express that there is nothing else besides her Hashem. There's nothing else besides her Hashem. Anytime something a human being speaks, it's Hashem speaking through him. Anytime an animal moves, a, a bird flaps its wings, it's Hashem giving them the power. Anechi Hashem Lekecha means there is nothing besides for me. There is no reality within all of creation which is not an expression of God. Every single thing that you see is only Hashem. That's Anoichi Hashem Lekecha. And the Medrash finishes off and says, I, I, Hashem, uses the same exact words to talk about the Messiah's arrival, Mashiach's arrival. I, I am the one who will console you. Because the Medrash is expressing something so profound that in the final stages of Geula, in the final stages of redemption, it's Hashem, right? Like we find by Makas Bacharis, it was He Himself. The actual Geula occurs through God Himself in a way that's openly manifest. You can't deny that it's not you. It's not us. It's not Moshe Rabbeinu. It's not anybody else. It's not our army overcoming and, and successfully defeating our enemies. 
Hashem, when it comes to the bottom line of it, it has to be only, only in a way that shows that He is all there is. There's silence. There's nothing else moving. Anoichi Hashem Lekecha means there's only Hashem. Anything that you see movement in the world, any voices that you hear in the world, it's not Moshe Rabbeinu talking. We call it Torah, Torah, Moshe, but it's Torah, Hashem. It's the Torah of God. At the foundational level, the first mitzvah of the Aser Sadibra, it says, anything that you see that's true, it's just a reflection of God's voice in the world. And ultimately, the redemption will will become clearly manifest in the moment when it becomes clear that it's only Hashem doing it. Because it's the, the odds are so stacked against us. It's so impossible. Nobody, there's no way else that it's only, it's only Hashem. You know, it's a muscle comparable to in 1967 when the paratroopers came into Jerusalem onto the Harabais. Harabais Viadenu, the gate came back to the Kaisel. The, there was no, there was almost no fighting. There was almost no resistance. They had white flags up in all of the Arab homes. White flags hanging down from their windows. We just came in. Without a fight. When it's the moment, you know, it's a redemptive moment, moment when the Jewish people for the first time in, in 1,899 years has jurisdiction over Jerusalem, over Harabais. What an awesome moment. And it comes with a white flag. And it comes with HaKadosh Baruch Hu clearly doing it without resistance. And it's very clear. It's Hashem who is being Menachem us. Hopefully soon. I want to bless you. I ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us. That we should be able to hear the lion's roar, the roar of Hashem's voice. Anoichi. Anoichi Hashem Lekecha, I am the animating force of all creation. We should be able to hear the voice of Anoichi Hashem is the one who is calling out and crying, and we should too. Over the, over the fact that the base Hamikdash is not yet built, the temple is not yet there. Hashem should help us to hear the Anoichi of that we are just reflecting His voice. Hashem should help us to recognize that every single aspect in reality is all just him, the flapping of the wings of the birds, the voices of the animals, the human beings who speak and their words come forth, it's just Hashem's voice speaking through them. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes Ari Goldwag.